0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. we got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and I am going to Go to the phones here in just a minute. Everything's good in Sweet Home, Alabama. The leaves are starting to turn. I got my pansies planted. I posted a little note on social media with me out in my my farmer farmer outfit planting pansies. And the rest of them got in today. So that's good. And, and things are calm here. I hope they are in your part of the world as well. And uh, let's just go ahead and go to the phones, and our first caller is Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen.
2: Oh, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Well, we've had quite a 2020 here, starting with a reading that you gave me back in August, actually. You and I talked about some strange symptoms that I've been having and that I really hadn't been able to diagnose using traditional medicine, and you looked at me, you scanned my system, and you said, well you're pretty inflamed. You've got a lot of mold. And we had built a house in 2017 and thought, and I, you know, there've been some minor problems in the, like the air conditioning vent on a third floor bathroom. So I thought, no, surely not. But it turns out you were right. It wasn't just the air conditioning vent. It was actually the entire house first, second, and third floor. So from that realization, we had to live in a hotel for three weeks and, um, Now we're living in another house and just discovered toxic mold here, too. So we're having a tough 2020. Oh, geez. Tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Houston. So we are in the hot, humid South. And I know that there are plenty of people um, who, who live in this city who probably don't realize that they have the same problem that we are going through. Well, and you guys had a
0: hurricane there, what, two years ago, three years ago?
2: Yeah, um, 2017, Harvey came through. Yeah, so Yeah. I know there's yeah. probably plenty of people living in houses that have a lot of mold in them.
0: I have a friend who has condos on uh, Padre Island, and she sent me pictures. and They got down there a couple of days after the water had receded. I mean, it was just a couple of days after the hurricane blew through, and there was mold. All over the ceiling. I mean, it was disgusting, and it was fascinating yeah. how fast it grew. So, was was I mean, the house that you hours. were? Yeah, your new house that you were in was it built before the hurricane?
2: It was, and it actually wasn't impacted by the hurricane. Our problems had nothing to do with water damage. Um, you know, and that's what's amazing is that in this climate, it just takes. Um, an oversized air conditioner. That's all it Mm -hmm. takes. And you have enough humidity to grow mold. And that's, um, it can be really, you know, our family, the entire family is suffering from the effects.
0: Oh, heavens. Well, I'm so glad that you found that out. Did you test your house? Is that how you figured it out? I mean, I saw it in your energy field, obviously. But how did you come to the conclusion that it was bad enough that you needed to move out?
2: We had an assessment service come out, and they run background air samples that are able to identify specifically which type of mold is in the air in the house. And they identified, I think, two or three very toxic forms.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
0: kind of scary. It is scary. And when I see it in somebody's energy field, Kathleen, when I say see it, it's in my mind's eye, of course. It just looks like it looks like splotches of mold. Some sometimes it, it looks like Those sheets of moss that you can buy in a craft store, Michael's craft store, and you'll see those sheets of moss sometimes used in a floral arrangement to cover the base of orchid plants or something like that. But normally it just looks like splotches of, it just looks like mold, what mold looks like actually. So I'm delighted that you guys, I'm sorry you've been through all of this and now you're in a rental house
2: that has mold? I know. It's really hard to believe. That's why it's just starting to feel like I'm getting a push out of this city. I don't know what to make of it because, you know, in spite of the fact that I live in a climate that's so conducive to mold growth, Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone that this has happened to and certainly not twice in a row. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a really strange and unfortunate coincidence for me and my family.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me just clear the mold out of you and, uh, and tell me who else in your family, I mean, what the heck I've got you on the phone. I might as well clear it out of you guys again <laughs> until you can. So what's your short-term plan? Are you moving out of your rental house?
2: I think so. I think we're going to need to find a new rental property to live in, um, mm-hmm. at least until we can finish the school year and then mm-hmm. figure out what to do from there.
0: Okay, so while we're talking, I'm clearing the mold out of your energy field. Tell me who else in your family you want me to, to zap on real fast. Oh, my
2: three daughters, please. especially Okay, my what daughters. are their names? Claire, and mm-hmm. then Vivian, Vivian. and Marion. Okay, all
0: right. I love their names. Are they family names? Vivian and Marion in particular, those are kind of old-fashioned names. They're beautiful. Yeah,
2: Marion is... But Vivian just, that's, it, it's a perfect name for her. <laughs>
0: oh, isn't that fun? All right. So I'm asking all of them permission. They're all saying yes in unison. All right. So I'm clearing them. I'm clearing them all at once. All three of them. Okay. And then do you have anybody else? Do you have a husband or somebody else you want me to clear?
2: Yes. He's definitely the name? strongest of the five of us, but he could probably use some help too. His name is Patrick.
0: Patrick. Okay. All right. Patrick's done too. By the way, Kathleen and everybody, there it's a percentage of the population, I want to say it's close to 30%, that are really susceptible to mold, really allergic to it. I am one of them. I consider it a superpower, Kathleen. Eventually, you will too because you can walk in a room and you can tell immediately if there's mold in there and you get out of there a room or a building or whatever, my husband is oblivious. Tim is just has no, he has no reaction at all. And so he calls me the princess and the pea because he says I'm so sensitive to it. He's like, God, they wrote that book after you about you. So, well, my gosh, good luck. Tell us, fill us in, keep us posted on what you're doing. And, and uh, all I want for Christmas is a old free house, right?
2: yes amen to that that is truly i don't even care i mean i would i would settle for um a number of different configurations just as long as they're mold free really
0: yeah yeah okay well you've got the tests right that you can go in and do that so um
2: yes that's right i know who to call now okay sounds good
0: well thanks for calling in i appreciate it good luck with everything
2: Oh, Julie, thanks for that reading. It really started us on a journey, but I'm grateful to have had the information because without that, I'd still be having vertigo and chest pains and not knowing why. So I'm really grateful to you. Thank you.
0: You are. You are so welcome. Take care. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is David. Hi, David. Hello. Hi. Hi. Please tell everybody where you're located.
4: In Santa Cruz, California.
0: Oh, beautiful area. You guys are done with all the fires and stuff up there, hopefully, right?
4: We are done with the fires, and it's been an extraordinary fire season. Uh, We had a major, major fire very, very close to where we are. And as a consequence, we've decided, you know, it's time for us to get the hell out of this part of the world. (laughs) Mm. It's just because we leave our country And it's beautiful, but it's uh, very volatile, and the climate isn't really changing in the right direction for the foreseeable future. And uh, each year the fires get stronger and more destructive, and um, so that is what it is. Um, Do you want to know why I'm calling in? Sure. Yeah, sure. So I'm calling in, first of all, Uh, for everybody. We had a reading, my wife and I, Kelly, we had a reading with Julie earlier today and it was a wonderful experience and uh, uh, so glad to have had that time with you. So feel so um, privileged and also privileged to have this opportunity right now to uh, talk to you. And um, so here's the deal. We're Planning to move off the mainland over to the islands, Hawaii, in the very near future. However, my mother, who is 91 years old, um, and her health has been failing, uh, she's a pretty strong person. She's been quite fit all of her life. She still has a trainer come in once in a while and train her because uh, <laughs> so she can't go to the gym anymore. And, and she tries to get get walks, but she's really kind of losing it, and she's losing her zest. I can tell when I talk to her on the phone. She lives up in Canada,
3: mm-hmm. in
4: Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Winter's setting in; it's getting cold. The walk it's harder and harder to go get out there and walk, and um, and she always goes with somebody. She can't do it on her own anymore. Mm-hmm. So she has. I have sisters up there who are looking, you know, who are taking care of her and I, and she has a caregiver who comes in a little bit here and there during the week. Um, but our, my concern is we're going to make this move and I don't know. I mean, she could, she could transition tomorrow or in a month or hang in for another two years. I don't really know. Uh, But when I talk to her, I'm not getting it. David, I'm going to hold
0: you over. We're going to need to go to break and, uh, When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with you about your mama in Canada. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with David from Santa Cruz about his mom in Canada and uh, how that was going to work if you move to Hawaii, it sounds like. Is that what's going on, David?
4: Just wait a minute. I'm coming down for the CBD commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Good. How was it for you? (laughs) Uh, Okay. So um, here's the thing. And that is, uh, I just had this kind of intuitive concern, or maybe it's just a fearful fabrication of the monkey brain, that um, we're going to be moving transitioning and relocating and right around that particular time she may transition. So my mm-hmm. question to you is that do you you see any angels hanging in there or do you think she's got some clear sailing for a while?
0: Okay. so what I'm going to do? what's her first name first of all Anne Anne Ann. I'm gonna connect to you in Santa Cruz and then from you to Anne up in Canada. So for those of you that are first-time listeners, how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. And so I close my eyes. I'm watching a laser beam head out to you to the left coast in Santa Cruz. Got you, David. All right, and then it's going north. Northeast actually, heading to your mom in Canada. I've got Anne. All right. First of all, she's her spirit is in her body. She is not dying at the moment. At all. Okay. Right? Cool. What I'm talking Good. about for those of you that don't know, it sounds like we're talking secret code, David, so let me let me fill everybody in. When we die, we go through what I call the 12 phases of transition, and that's what I talk about in my book, Angelica, Attendance. what really happens as we transition from this life into the next. And it's a series of events that we all go through, whether we die instantly, like in the case of a homicide or a suicide, or we die over days, weeks, months, years even. And we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. And the pets, the uh, spirits of deceased pets, too, show up. And I call them the Welcome to Heaven Committee. So we, as you mentioned, we've talked before, and you you told me that you had read my book. Thanks so much for that. Please leave a review on Amazon. David, and anybody that's listening, it helps others find this information, usually when they're in the process of losing somebody or they've just lost somebody. So I would love that if you would do it. But uh, your just, mom is very much... I just, just
4: much... a physical, physical thumbs up
0: terrific thanks your uh your mom's spirit is very much in her body we can talk to her spirit if you want ask her for some questions because we can communicate with any spirit whether it's attached to a body or not doesn't matter you got some questions for her
4: well she ha- she seems to express a lot of fear around dying and mm-hmm. and and it's created some depression in her mm-hmm. and um my question I guess is I know there's also a lot of spirit in her. So yeah. Is it, it <laughs> I don't really know uh, what to say around all of that. I know that there is a strong bond that I have with my mother. I'm her yeah. I'm first son, I have three sisters and uh, you know, we had a powerful connection in the early part of, you know, of first 3 4 5 years of my life and uh we're bonded, but we don't. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've kind of pulled away from her. I've moved away. I've got out of the whole, you know, fabric of the community of my family uh, and of my family of origin. And um, at the same time, there's still a bond there. I I'm, I just, I, sure. don't, I don't know. I, I think that she feels that it's probably stronger more than I do.
0: Sure. Sure. So she, it sounds like she's afraid to die. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, what we can do, actually there's a whole chapter in my book called the welcome, the walk to heaven. And, uh, we can do that with her. And real quickly, what we do is we get her spirit and you and I can do it real fast. If you went to right now, you want to do it real fast? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So your spirit I've taken out of your body. My spirit's out of my body. See, we're really talented because we can still talk even though our spirit's out of our bodies. And then we're going to go get your mom's spirit. And then we are on either side of her. I'm on her right. You're on her left. We've got our arms interlinked. And then we're walking through the desert. And it's very quiet and it's very peaceful. And there's, there's just nobody out there. And we're walking towards the setting sun. And we walk into the setting sun. That's what we're doing now. And as soon as we get into the setting sun, David, we get into a wormhole, is what I call it. It's this black hole. It's like a tunnel. And they talk about wormholes in outer space. It's a, an astronomy thing that astronomers There's lots of information if you want to Google wormholes. So we're in the wormhole. There's no sound. There's no feeling. There's no light. There's nothing. And once we step in, it's like we're being pulled forward, like there's a gravitational pull for us forward. And then as soon as we get to the other side, we reach the pearly gates. And the pearly gates, to me, of heaven look like this brilliant, bright, white, yellowish plasma wall. And you and your mom and I walk through it, and then her whole family is there waiting for her. Your dad is deceased? Yeah. Yeah. So he's there. Your grandparents are there. There's a whole gaggle of people there, even pet spirits. And so, Miss Anne, this is what you're going to see when you transition. They're going to be waiting for you. They're going to greet you. Angels are going to lead you and so she's going oh this is amazing <laughs> like in a voice like that all right so now mm-hmm. we're turning around and this happens a lot david they want to stay there once we show them what's happening but we've got to go back so we're going back through the plasma wall we're in the tunnel mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. we're coming getting pulled back in walk through the desert i've put her spirit back in her body you're reattached i'm reattached it's called the walk to heaven it's a chapter in my book So I hope that helps. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. David, thanks for calling in. We were talking to him before the break and, uh, and that walk to heaven thing that I just, that we just did with your mom, and it's very, very helpful. Usually people who are afraid to die, we do that, and, uh, and they really transition pretty quickly because it takes the fear out of the whole equation and again there's a whole chapter in my book angelic attendance about it so if you want to learn more about that just check out my book all right let's go back to the phones and our next caller is sarah hi sarah
5: hi Judy. hi thanks a lot for taking my call
0: you're welcome please tell everybody where you're calling in from
5: um i'm calling from germany i live in berlin but i'm in southern germany with my dad right now
0: yeah, so, and yeah. you called in last week and he was very sick. How is he this week?
5: Yeah, not good. It's, yeah, it's, he can't go outside anymore and he's in a lot of pain. So now they're giving him like those pain band aids, really strong ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So, yeah, it's hard to see for me. I see, but
0: and yeah. what what's going on with him, Sarah? What happened? Did he have a did something happen to him, or he just got sick all of a sudden or what
5: No, they found out about his cancer last year, so he was always super healthy like a few years ago and he's just he's just sixty one years old okay so um last summer i was I lived in the United States and then in New Zealand, and I came back and because I was subletting my apartment, I spent three weeks with him before, after returning from the US before moving to New Zealand. And I noticed that he's really sick. He had to go to the restroom all the time, he was in pain, but he didn't say what was going on because he didn't even believe in like illnesses or anything. So Mm -hmm. we all begged him to go to the doctor and he just said, no, it's nothing. It's going to pass. And then finally, he went to the gastroenterologist, and then at first they thought it's just ulcers. And then during the operation to remove those, it turned out that he had, that it was cancer, like huge tumors already in his colon, and with metastasis in the liver and in the pancreas, and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, he... Yeah, and he tried to do chemotherapy, but he almost died after one session. And he said he's not, he's not gonna go back to the hospital. And now new metastases have, built and yeah. So okay. So how but, may yeah. I help you
0: at this point? What? How may I help you at this point? What can I do to help oh, yeah. you get through uh, this and so, help Sorry,
5: I <laughs> couldn't hear you. For I can. Yeah. yeah, so today I'm actually calling on, on my behalf. I mm-hmm. had two private sessions with you already, and mm-hmm. found out that I have yeast almost everywhere in my body, and mm-hmm. that's why my bladder hurts so much all the time, and I've been on Nystatin tablets since June, but it mm-hmm. hasn't gotten better, and now, like last week, I went a specific fungus clinic that only they're specialized in fungus and they didn't want to believe me that it's yeast in the bladder and then they did the swabs and I thought okay once they see the results they're going to believe me and now in the vaginal swab the urine and the mouth swab all came back negative but mm-hmm. my bladder hurts more than ever before it hurts 24-7, and, and my stomach, obviously, and it's like as if my bladder is on fire all the time. Mm. So, and again, and again and yeah. I, I just don't all understand. All right, so let me get that calmed me. down.
0: I went ahead and connected to you, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's looking very raw, and I'm getting that. And, again, those yeast tests sometimes are inconclusive. Um, Oftentimes I hear that and then people stay on Nystatin for a while and and then it clears it up. So that's what I'm getting still is that this is a yeast issue. So in the meantime, what I'm doing is I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy and there's this cream... That I see, and you and I have used it before, Sarah, where it's like a heavy face cream. And no. it has anti-inflammatory properties in it and it properties to heal tender tissues. So that's what I'm putting in your bladder right now. I, so it's, I just mm-hmm. keep getting the same thing. I just keep getting that it's yeast. Okay, good. Because so, I got, I got so
5: worried because I didn't want to believe me. And I suggested that maybe I have this interstitial cystitis where your bladder is just inflamed forever and it will never go away again yeah, that's, that's not that's too normally because my
0: guardian angel i'm gonna mute you because the connection got squirrely there for a second but that's yeast Inters- that, um, interstitial cystitis is most of the time yeast so i that's all i can tell you is i'll just keep uh we'll just keep getting the inflammation down, stay on the nice statin. You may want to up the dose, but I think your body's detoxing. And, um, that's, a, I just keep getting the same thing okay. that it's yeast. So, um, okay. good luck with your dad and, uh, thanks for calling in. Go to bed. Cause I know it's the middle of the night there.
5: Yes. Thanks a lot. And could I ask you, bet. Do I
0: Okay. Thanks for calling in, Sarah. That connection's gotten squirrely again. All right. Let's go back to the phones. And it looks like Melissa is our next caller. Hi, Melissa.
6: Hi. Thanks for having me, Julie. This is my first time, and I'm kind of nervous and excited. (laughs) Oh,
0: good. What are you nervous about? It'll be fun. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah, I've got a wacky connection for you, too, all of a sudden. Huh? When you're talking, you um, yeah, but it's very muffled. Can you hang up and call back in, and I'll grab you on the next on the next round? Let's try that. Yeah. Hang up okay, and call I'll back see. in, and see if we can do that. All right, let's try somebody else. Let's try Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you, Julie? I'm good. Well, this is this is not good either. So I don't know what's <clears throat> going on with the the system, but go ahead. We'll just. Uh, We'll power can you hear me? It. Okay, I can. It's just very choppy.
6: Okay, so, where are you calling um, us from? I'm calling from Millis, Massachusetts. Terrific. Well,
0: how are things um, up there? I bet beautiful.
6: Yeah, it's been super nice recently. Um, very warm. Um, so I'm calling today because I um, I'm a Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. and. I feel like in the past few months, um, when I do Reiki with people, a lot of, like, past illness stuff seems to be coming up for them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can help me. um, I don't know why it's coming up. Like, if it's, I know I had one client, it came up, she was, it was, like, showing me an old wound that she had, like, way back when she was seven. So I just don't understand what the message is for that. I get a lot of, um, I have spirits that come in. I see a lot of different things while I'm doing the Reiki for people, but the medical stuff just more recently has been really coming in. And um, I didn't know if you could help guide me with that at all.
0: Sure. Yeah. What happens
6: is that the
0: other illnesses and things that have happened in earlier lives or earlier in this life, I should say, not, not in earlier uh-huh. lives necessarily, Amy, is that is all part of the energy field memory, if you will. Okay. And so when you start clearing that, those things can come up. And they come up okay. because by identifying them, you clear them. Because as soon as we illuminate them, they're eradicated. And for part of my healings, and I don't have time to do it on the show, but I do in a private session, the most important part of a healing, in my opinion, is always healing the energy field membrane. And that's the container that holds the energy that makes up our body and our spirit. And when there's a, a hole or a tear in that membrane, Amy, it allows an energy leak. And energy leaks always precede any kind of medical condition. And they're caused by energy blocks, a la Eastern medicine, acupressure, acupuncture, clear the block, get the chi to move kind of a thing. And energy blocks are caused by an emotional event, either in this lifetime or a past life. And so that's what's happening is once you illuminate it, you clear it. And then the energy field membrane can get repaired and the body can work on full power. So that's what's going on. Okay. Does that make sense?
6: Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, Okay. And And the energy
0: blocks to me look like I'm not going for like psychotherapists will say it'll be like peeling an onion a layer at a time and we're going to review your life. I'm all about let's just get the onion out by the root. If we get, I want to, I want to look and see where did the, where did that energy block start? Because if I can get to that kernel, it reminds me of a kernel of unpopped popcorn. If I can get to that kernel and illuminate that, it eradicates all other emotional energy that's been stored on top of it. And it piles, 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 piles on top of that initial block. And then eventually it causes enough pressure that it causes a blowout in the membrane. And then you okay. got an energy leak. Have you heard me talk about the goldfish example? Mm,
6: no, I just was introduced to you, like, everything about you about two weeks ago. So. Okay. <laughs> this is all, right. all
0: new to me. All right. Well, consider taking my class. You would love it, and you would learn how to do all of this stuff. Anybody listening, if you want to learn, I learned how to do all this. I teach people all over the world. The only prerequisite is you got to speak English. And you qualify for that, Amy, because you're speaking English. <laughs>
6: Yes. So do have an the analogy you I use,
0: what's that? I'm sorry.
6: I, I was just saying I have an appointment with you in February. So.
0: Oh, terrific. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to explain the goldfish in the bag when we come back from break. Everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Amy, I'll pick you up in a couple of minutes. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break we were talking with amy in massachusetts and amy we were talking about uh how different illnesses are coming up in your clients and you do reiki work on them energy healing with them and uh and i was talking about the goldfish in the bag
6: mm-hmm.
0: example i talk in analogies a lot amy because it gives our human minds our frame of reference for all this woo woo stuff that we do yes And so the goldfish in the bag is our spirit and our body are both made of energy. If you go back to your grade school science lessons, we learn that everything's made of energy and different vibrations. You know, I'm sitting at my big cherry desk. It feels very solid. And I know that it's made of energy, but it's vibrating more slowly than perhaps the internet energy that we're using to talk. So an analogy that I use is imagine going to a, a pet store, to buy a goldfish they're going to put it in a plastic bag of water in order for you to get it home so if you have a picture of that in your mind's eye the goldfish represents our body the water represents our spirit and the plastic bag represents our energy field membrane it's the container that holds the body and the spirit and by the way the body is inside the spirit The spirit's the power source for the body. And that's why when somebody dies and their spirit and their body separate, the body doesn't work anymore because it doesn't have a power source. So back to the goldfish in a bag of water. If there's a pinhole in that plastic bag and water's draining out a drop at a time, for a long time, that fish is going to be just fine. But when enough water drains out, that fish is going to be in trouble. And that's, What happens to our human bodies? We have an emotional event. It causes an energy block, other emotional events, that energy piles on top of it, eventually causing a blowout in the energy-filled membrane. There's a leak for long periods of time, and then that's when medical conditions set in. So as soon as we illuminate what they are, it eradicates it. That membrane heals immediately. The body can take a full charge and... The body's going to heal and it's going to maintain health when it's working on full power. So I, I believe that that's the most <laughs> thats the most important part of a healing, in my opinion, because you, it's like your car. If your car's not working, you need to take it in the shop and they give you a new radiator. That's all well and good, but you got a dead battery, your car's still not working. And, right. the, and it's the same concept with this too. So I hope that helps. Consider taking my class. I, I think you love it.
6: Thank you very much.
0: You bet. Thanks for calling. Take thank care. You, you Bye-bye. too. Bye bye. All right. Let's go back to Miss Melissa, and um, you sweet thing, you you called back in. So thank you for doing that. I think and what we found was I think the problem was on my end. So I I apologize,
2: but I'm I'm thrilled you you're back. Oh, yeah. Me too. Thanks. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you located? I'm in Guadalajara, Mexico.
0: Okay. Terrific.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you got a question for me?
6: Yeah, I do. Um, so I've been dealing with reoccurring shingles since I was oh. a teenager. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I'm just trying to get some clarity um, because there's just a lot of, like, nerve stuff that goes on um, mm. in my face and in my body. And, yeah, I just don't know... Um, just need some direction.
0: (laughs) I am so sorry. Those are supposedly really painful.
6: Yeah, they are.
0: Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, it's the chickenpox virus is what they say. So let me connect to you down in Mexico and I'm just, we're just gonna go after that virus. And so it's really fun when I get to go after viruses because I pretend I'm princess Leia with a lightsaber (laughs) and I have a laser beam. I've already connected to you. I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye, and I'm lasering your energy field for the chicken pucks slash shingles virus, and they look like little wormy things. That Remember, did you... science class in school when you look under a microscope and you see a drop of water and you're mortified when you see all this all the little squiggly things swimming around (laughs) in the water that we drink yeah let alone pond water I mean you know you see it in tap water too and so I I just am obliterating them and it's funny because the insides of them die in my mind's eye and they leave just their little carcasses and they look like a, a medicine capsule, a clear one without any medicine in it. And so then I'm sucking those out through the top of your head. You know, my visuals are really wild, but it's just to give you a quick visual or a quick sense of what I'm doing. Because if you can envision what I'm doing or get a sense of it, Melissa, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. So that's why I'm so descriptive. And so I'm seeing things in my mind's eye, I'm getting divine downloads into my head, I call them divine downloads. And, uh, and then if you envision it, it's going to help you heal with that. So I've done that. That's item number one. Item number two, the best thing you can do is ramp up your immune system so you don't have outbreaks. Because anybody that's had chicken pox as a kid, I did, um, you know, we've got that inside of us. And But if we have a healthy immune system, it doesn't affect us. And our guts are where our immune system is pretty much based. So the best thing you can do is your gut biome. Shoot me an email, ryan.com I'll send you a link to get a gut biome test done at home. It's a fancy word for a poop test. And it's <laughs> going to tell you what your superfoods are to eat, to get a healthy gut, what the foods are for you to avoid, and then everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little, whatever. In the meantime, until you can get that done, vitamin C, I like ester C because it's buffered. And it's easy on the stomach. At least 1,000 milligrams a day. 50 of zinc, and I would do between 8 and 10,000 IUs of D3. Those are that's that's the holy trinity in immune support vitamins: C, D3, and zinc. Zinc is rocket is just like a boost to the C, and um, that will help you a lot. Quick story about vitamin C: I had LASIK done on my eyes to correct my vision vision for distance about 20 years ago. And after five years, I went back to the doctor because my vision in my right eye was not as good as it had been. It had started to regress a little bit. And so they redid the LASIK on my eye. But he asked me, when I went in to see him, he said, do you take a lot of vitamin C? And I said, yeah, about a thousand milligrams a day. And he said, we'll stop it for six months. I said, what do you mean? And he said, when we do LASIK, we want to leave a scar on the eye because it's how it refracts the light. And when you take vitamin C, the scar doesn't form. The eye heals too well. And Mm. I thought, what? I thought that was really telling. And so I didn't take it for six months. And that was 15 or 16 years ago. My vision stayed great. So C, zinc, and D3, my girl, get the gut biome test done. Email me. I'll send you a link. A little bit of a discount. anybody listening, if you want the gut biome test, shoot me an email and I will send you the link. Thanks for Perfect. calling back, Thank Melissa. You. Appreciate it. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after the break and we'll get some more callers on. Stay with us. Welcome back everybody you're listening to the ask julie ryan show and and i'm thrilled you're with us this week we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483620 pounds Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. So, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. Please leave a review. You can go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps others find the information. I would really appreciate it if you do that. All these call in details can also be found on uh, all of my social media that's at Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, uh, and while you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. You can also schedule an appointment there with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. We I can talk to your deceased loved ones, we can scan your cat, I can scan you, we can do past life stuff, we can do... Talk to your spirit guides, your angels, tell how close to death somebody is. You know, I am a buffet of psychicness, so it's really fun. When we get together, every once in a while, I'll have somebody say, oh, I'm so nervous to talk to you. And I'll say, why are you nervous? We're going to have a ball. And we always do. We end up laughing a lot. So it's really fun. I am booked out for a couple of months. Go ahead and get on my calendar. When you get your confirmation email, you'll see a button at the bottom and it says reschedule. And just click on that button when you think about it and it will show you uh, times and dates that have become available that perhaps are sooner. I think I've had five or six people reschedule this week alone. And a couple of them have been for less times less than a week away. So be be sure to check on that rest, reschedule button. My angelic attendant training class is full for January, and it's starting to fill up for April. I teach it once a quarter, so if you're interested in doing that, i had somebody sign up today actually for the April class. Go ahead and and do that, and then we'll save a spot for you. I only I limit it to twelve people, and we've had about a hundred people go through so far, so it's it's life changing. For you, for everybody in your orbit, and it also is just a blast. All right. This week, we got a a question from Glenda, and Glenda lives in Jefferson, Georgia, and she says, "'Hi, Julie. Love you and love listening to your show.'" I just read your book, Angelic Attendance, and was so blessed by the love and comfort it brought to me. In March, I was diagnosed with PKD and had my gallbladder removed. During the surgery, the surgeon also repaired an incisional hernia. Unfortunately, two of the four incisions have now herniated again. An incisional hernia is where, when you have surgery, what it sounds like, where the incision is, it herniates. And um, so it sticks out. And they have to go in and repair it she went on to say can you please scan my body and use your amazing skills to heal my two herniated areas and rid me of this pkd thank you for so generously sharing your gifts with the world i love listening to your show and sharing in the joy people receive from the results you offer thank you in advance for helping me heal god bless you glenda and here's my response hi glenda thanks for your question and especially for all of your kind comments it's really an honor and a privilege to work with people from around the world and help them on their life's journey to get some information for you i first got you on my radar this means i energetically connected to you and saw in my mind's eye lots of inflammation inflammation looks like red fog over body parts and your whole body is covered i applied anti-inflammatory energy to calm it down and to see what's causing the inflammation You mentioned being diagnosed with PKD. The Mayo Clinic says polycystic kidney disease, also known as PKD, is an inherited disorder in which clusters of cysts develop primarily within your kidneys, causing your kidneys to enlarge and lose function over time. Cysts are non-cancerous round sacs containing fluid, vary in size, and can grow very large. Having may, many cysts or large cysts can damage your kidneys. End quote. So initially, the energy went to your back, and as you might imagine, the, it focused on your kidneys. They are full of little cysts, some bigger than others, that seem to be grouped in clusters. I encapsulated the clusters and removed them. I then watched a spiral of energy spin in a clockwise direction to regenerate the tissue in your right kidney. When it came to your left kidney, which seems to be worse, I watched a whole new kidney generated with stem cell energy. Your original kidney was then removed and the new one got plugged into all of the plumbing. I watched that happen, you guys. I watched new organs in my mind's eye get regenerated with this stem cell energy and kind of off to the side. And then I see all the connections like the arteries and whatever get clamped off like Keep in mind, I was in and out of surgeries for 30 years, you know, developing new surgical devices, testing prototypes, that kind of thing, training surgeons, training reps. And then I watched the new kidney get put in place and I watched all that plumbing get hooked up again. It's pretty wild. I went on to say, next, I focused on your incisional hernias. I energetically excised the incisions. That means I cut them out, repaired the hernias, and added stem cell energy to create a new layer of skin, including the epidermis, dermis, fascia, etc. I then watched a DNA healing occur where two strands got reconfigured. DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave, and this healing corrects mutations either inherited or caused by environmental toxins of some sort. Going forward, I'm getting, that means information that's being downloaded into my head, I'm getting for you to keep your insulin levels low and to help your kidneys function, that will help your kidneys function better. Consider reading Why We Get Sick by Benjamin Beckman, PhD, Dr. Bickman, it's Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N, says most medical conditions are caused by insulin re- resistance. And in a study titled Insulin Resistance in Adult Polycystic Kidney Disease, published by the National Institutes of Health, also known as NIH, researchers concluded the cellular basis of insulin resistance may be directly related to the proteins causing the disease. Hope this helps and hope you fully recover. So here's how I do these blogs, you guys, especially when it's something complicated like this. I'll get the person on my radar. I'll see what's going on in my mind's eye. I'll watch these healings. And then I go to Google and I'm Googling this PKD thing. And I see it's all these cysts. And I'm saying, okay, well, that's what I saw. That's what I saw get removed. And then I got a thought in my head. Well, insulin resistance plays a part. I didn't know that, but I Googled it. Guess what? NIH says it does. So that's how the information comes in. And this is what I train my students to do too. Not just about medical stuff, but about all kinds of woo-woo stuff. Okay, so this morning I got a response from Glenda and she said, Dear Julie, wowza, talk about grateful. How many people get to wake up to the good news of a new kidney plus all the other woo-woo goodness the way I did this morning? My heart almost turned a cartwheel. My left lower back felt strangely good this morning, and I didn't know why, but now I'm sure this is the reason. Thank you seems too few words to express my gratitude and appreciation, but nonetheless, I'm hoping you'll feel the love energy I'm sending your way. May God bless you in unexpected and unexplainable ways the way he used you to bless me. Forever grateful, Glenda. So, Miss Glenda, thanks for submitting that question. I, I was not familiar with PKD, so it, uh, I educated myself on that, and hopefully this information will help somebody that's listening. So thanks for doing that. For any of you that want to submit a question, just submit it on my website. There's, there's a spot on the cover page, uh, the home page, and you just submit a question, and yours may be chosen. You just never know. All right. Let's go back to the phones. How about Lane? Are you there? Can you hear me? Hi, am Lily. Carolyn. Hi, Lane. Hi, Carolyn. Yeah, it's
7: Carolyn Lane. Yeah, it, my Hi, love <laughs> How okay. are
0: Okay. Well, great. I'm well. How are you?
8: I'm good. Um, I've talked to you before. So um, I just wanted to um, check in. I have an appointment in December. Um, Yay. And, um, this time, I, yeah, I know. I'm excited. Um, But I'm just checking in, um, again, on my mom. She's in those phases. I have your book, Angelic Attendance, and you've Mm. recommended that I go see her, and I have been every month. Um, But Mm -hmm. I just wanted to see how she's doing. So I'm calling from Oakland, California.
0: My mom is in the Reno area um, of Nevada. And what's her name, Carolyn? It's Maureen. Maureen. In fact, I have all your right. book
8: right here in my lap. I'm. <laughs>
0: oh, wonderful, wonderful! And by the way, the graphics that are in my book, everybody, are on askjulieryan.com. The twelve phases of transition, so you can see them. And what I find really helpful to Carolina is that we, uh, if I send somebody this chart with all these phases, it, families find it very helpful when they have a loved one who's yes. dying. So. I am connecting absolutely. from you to your mama up in Reno. Okay, got you. Got your mom. All right. So she is in phase seven right now, Caroline. And okay. uh, you so. You said it was phase seven yeah. last time, I think. So well, they, go back they can, and go, forth the they phase can phase? go back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So thanks for calling. Good luck with her. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go. the phones again and let's try Brittany again hi Brittany can you hear me
8: yes I can hear you can you hear me terrific
0: yes ma'am I can thank you for your patience
8: great
0: of course and
8: thank you very much Um, I'm calling from Southern California Southern California and um, my question is I recently uh, had two blood tests um, for HSV 2 and 1 and I had a positive or two and had, have had symptoms, but it was inconclusive for type 1. Um, and although I haven't had very many outbreaks, I'm just mostly concerned with transmitting it to anybody else and a future partner, and I just
0: was wondering if you could have um, just energetically heal me, if that's mm-hmm. possible, and remove. Sure. Okay. Sure. Tell everybody what, what HSV1 and 2 are, please.
8: So commonly called uh, herpes.
0: Herpes, okay. And one's the kind you get on your lip and the other kind's genital, right? Yes. Just so that people know what we're talking about here. It's like sometimes I feel like we're speaking in secret code. (laughs) We need to explain to people. Which by the way, one in four people have herpes. Did you know that in this country? I don't know globally, but I know I know in this country it's one in four people. It's very common. So all right. What I'm going to do is get you on my radar, Brittany. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Southern California. All right, got you, shooting energy. I'm putting on my Princess Leia outfit again with those, you know, cool pigtails that are near her ears. Who, 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 Lucas, mm-hmm. how did you dream all that stuff up? Is that wild? All right, and I've got a laser, so same thing. What I did before with Melissa on the shingles and the chickenpox virus, um, laser in the daylights out of that virus in your system. I laser the front and then I turn you around this hologram that's in my head and I laser the back. And then again, it leaves the little carcasses of the virus that look like little wormy things. And then I suck out the carcasses out of your system. Same thing I'm going to tell you. That I mentioned to her, best thing you can do is keep your immune system robust. Email me, julie at askjulieryan.com. I'll send you the gut biome test link. You can do that in your home. You don't need a doctor's orders. It's going to tell you what the best foods are for you to eat, what foods to avoid. And food is the best medicine. And our immune systems are based in our gut. And then what I was talking about before, C, zinc, and D3. Did you hear that?
8: Yeah, and just a quick question, since, you know, in medical terms, people take blood tests to confirm whether they have it in their system, Is would I, if I took a blood test, would it
0: show up or not show up anymore, or is it just the symptoms that you're removing? Uh, it, everybody's different. The, way, the What happens is the healing happens on the energetic level. And then it integrates into Mm -hmm. your body and that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care, but everybody's different. So I can't give you an answer on that. Somebody, I see a healing using stem cell energy to generate a new body part. Some people it shows up on the x rays some people it doesn't. Cancer, sometimes it shows up in the blood Mm -hmm. tests and the x-rays, sometimes it doesn't. What I find the most important thing is it's all about the symptoms. You mm-hmm. know, who cares what the tests okay. show, as long as you don't have the right. symptoms. In your case, I know, are you single? Yeah, so I just yeah. So that's about. that's a that's a different situation there. But uh, hopefully, this will take care of it, and hopefully, when you get tested again, will it'll come back negative.
8: Yeah, thank you very much. Do I have time for another quick question? Sure. Okay, awesome. Um, so I'm in a career transition and mm-hmm. um, I'm just kind of at a crossroads. My boss is offered in this re- organization a particular job, but I also am interviewing tomorrow actually for a different one. I just am not sure what my spirit or where I'm supposed to go. So I'm just doing my best in these interviews and mm-hmm. um, not not sure if I'll even get the job, but not sure if I should take the one my boss just offered. Um, my spirit guides or yeah. um, So let's
0: just ask the spirits and beyond. So, what are the different jobs? Give me an idea of. Um,
8: it's a project manager for in my current department, and it would be the next. The other job is a project manager position in another department with a sister company. So I would, it would be the same parent company, but a little bit different. Um,
0: Okay. So let's ask, is it in Brittany's best interest to take the project manager job if offered in her current department? I get a no on that, came in before the question was even out all the way. And then is it in uh Brittany's best answer or best interest to take the project manager job with a sister company? I got a great big yes. I would say a resounding yes. Yes. So, I hope
8: I get it then I'll do my yeah. best tomorrow thank you
0: yeah yeah and keep in mind future events are fluid so things that have happened mm-hmm. are set things that are happening right now are set future events have a bazillion variables that come into play okay. so, that is the answer I'm getting right now. It may be different tomorrow. It may be different next week, next month. Follow your gut. Ask that question. The first thing that comes into your head within a second, Brittany, is going to be spirit guiding mm-hmm. you. Is it in my best okay. interest to dot, dot, dot? Be as specific as you can, and you'll get answers. Thank
8: okay. you. And I have a good luck. A call with you in December. So Yay! I'm excited. Wonderful.
0: Yeah, thank you Looking very Looking forward much. to it. Okay, take care. Okay. Bye-bye.
8: Take
0: care. Bye. All right. Let's go to Daisy next. Hi, Daisy.
2: Hi. Hi, Daisy you? from Alcala, Florida. Hi, Daisy. How are you, girl? Hi. Oh, I'm hoping to get some anti-inflammatory energy for my sinus. I have a lot of issues, but right now I'm focusing on the sinus because it gives me a little headache and it's moving mm. to my right ear
3: hmm Yeah, nothing
2: is working. I've done a C-80 pot, the big inhaler, be able to take a I'm doing fenugreek and time, and nothing is helping.
0: hmm Okay. Um, what I'm doing is I'm rotor rooting out your sinuses. <laughs> How's that for a term?
2: Right. That sounds good. I'm, I'm like doing the that. I, there's like
0: a corkscrew in there, and it's spinning, and it's tunneling through. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Daisy. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. We were talking with Daisy when we went to break, and Daisy lives in Ocala, Florida. So, Daisy, you were talking about that your sinuses are driving you nuts, and you're in a lot of pain yes. with them. Is that yes, right? Yes,
5: yes. Okay. Yes, that's All right.
0: right. So what I did during the break was I, I cleared out your sinuses. I used this little thing that looks like a corkscrew and it spins very fast and it tunnels through the inflammation and the, you know, whatever's going on in your sinuses. I'm remembering that we've talked about you having a mold issue before in your home. Is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? I
2: don't know. I, I don't think so. There's not, I, I don't see any mold in my home anyway. Okay. I
0: would do a mold test for the chronic sinus infections. A lot of time, that's what's going on. And a really good place to go get that is online, homebiotic.com. It's a company that makes a non-toxic spray that has bacteria in it that eats mold. And they have a test kit there and you can run a test in your home and see what's going on. I, I'm getting that that you are being exposed to mold. Now you live in Florida, so of course it's moist down oh, there. Yeah. But uh, I would check that out and uh, and see what you can doing and what you can do for that. The other thing is what I was just talking with um, with Brittany and also Melissa from Mexico earlier. Keep your immune system as robust as you can. See, Oh, that I do. That D3. I do. I take a lot of
2: those great supplements. Yes. Yeah. But that I'm not worried yeah. about.
0: That'll help. Did you do the gut biome test?
2: Uh, no, it's a little bit pricey.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you uh, check back with them because a lot of times they run sales and, uh, oh, okay. and it's a it's a discounted rate. So email me julietaskjulieryan.com I'll send you the link that's a little bit of a discount and sometimes they even discount it from there so you might want to check back on that and I hope that helps hope that relieves some of your pressure with that healing thank
7: you so much you're welcome thanks for calling in
0: take care bye -bye. bye all right let's go to Deanna next hi Deanna hi can you hear me I can how are you girl
7: I'm doing well how are you
0: I'm wonderful. Thank you. Where are you located?
7: I am in New York.
0: So okay, where? Cold here. <laughs> in the city?
7: Oh, just north of Westchester County. So that's just north okay. of the city.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. So
7: I'm calling. Well, it, I'm calling because it is mid December. Had...
0: It is mid November. You know, it's supposed to be getting cold up there now.
7: I know. I like the warmer weather, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come visit me oh. in Sweet Home, Alabama.
7: Yeah, I should. I should. Um, so I'm calling because I had a miscarriage in July. Um Aww. shortly after that I was diagnosed with endometriosis and hydrosalpinx, which is fluid in my fallopian tubes. Mm-hmm. Um so I wanna know if and when I will have my own kids and do I need surgery uh to fix this.
0: What is your doctor saying?
7: So they said that they definitely recommend the surgery, um, but I'm kind of afraid of them going in and seeing that there's fluid in my tube and then removing my fallopian tubes. I'm just not ready Mm. for that. So I don't know if you could heal me energetically with the endometriosis and the fluid in my tubes, um,
0: but I want my own kids. So that's definitely something that's important to me. Do you have any yet? Do you have any of your own children now, Deanna? I don't. Okay. Okay. All right, let me get you on my radar. Let's see what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama. Heading to you in New York. All right, got you shooting energy. You got three babies' energies. Spirits. Looked over your right shoulder, my girl. All right. So babies energies okay. <laughs> look like orbs. Did you see The Wizard of Oz? You know how yeah. Glenda the Good Witch flies into munchkin land on an orb? that's what mm-hmm. baby's energy looks like when they attach to the mom's energy field before they're conceived you're not going to have triplets you're going to they're okay. they're spaced out they remind me of airplanes coming in to land in an airport at night in a busy airport like, you know, JFK or one of them around your area and, and they're stacked off in the distance. You know, you can see them cause they got their landing lights on. They're waiting for clearance mm-hmm. to land. So you have three like that. Have you ever seen an orb in a family photograph perhaps? Yeah. Or another kind yeah. of photograph. Those are spirits. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you get them on your computer and you blow them up, you can see faces in them. It's pretty wild. Yeah. People send me pictures all the time. So, um, Yes, I believe you will have babies. By the way, are babies attached to, attach to the mom's energy field before they're conceived? We choose mm-hmm. who our parents are, when we're born, where we're born, what the circumstances are we're born into so that our lives can have a basic trajectory of what it is we want to explore in this life. Will I
6: have them soon? Uh,
0: what does what is soon mean? What is soon to you?
7: Within the next couple of years,
0: I get a yes on that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I get a yes on that. So let's and go you like to the are you to the surgery. The
7: need the surgery?
0: Yeah. So is it in Deanna's best interest to have surgery on her fallopian tubes at this and ovaries? Time? I'm sorry. Say that again.
7: So I've heard that the endo is on my uh, uterus, in my, on my fallopian tubes, and I have this uh, hydrosulfing, which is the fluid in my tubes. So I mm-hmm. want to know if I need that liposcopic surgery or just a DNC or what kind of surgery I need.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm getting laparoscopic, and I'm getting it is in your best interest to have that. What I'm doing now is I'm clearing the endo energetically, and I'm opening up your tubes. So by the time you have the surgery, it's going to be a breeze because it will have already happened on the energetic level. The other thing is the book that I talked about earlier with the, the um, gal that had sent the letter in about the PKD, Why We Get Sick by Benjamin mm-hmm. Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N. He's got a whole chapter mm-hmm. in his book about infertility, and he says that a lot of it is caused by insulin resistance. So you may mm-hmm. want to get a okay. copy of that book before you decide to do any of this. Why We Get Sick Benjamin Bickman B I K M A N PhD I just read this book like 6 weeks ago it's a game changer oh my goodness and wow. and if you google him Deanna, there are a ton of interviews with him on YouTube that you can listen mm-hmm. to as well which you know which you'll get the gist of it but uh, I would okay. check that out too Okay. so that you helps. definitely He's,
7: see it happening for me?
0: I do. Right now, I do. But like what I what I mentioned to Brittany before, uh, two callers ago, things that are in the future are fluid. There are a bazillion right. variables that can come in to get to affect an outcome. But that's what I'm getting right now when I ask. And the that question. definitely
7: getting the surgery
0: is in my in my best interest. I'm getting that right now. I would read the book first before you make a decision on that. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank let you. us know let us know when you're pregnant. I
7: definitely will. <laughs> okay.
0: Take care. Bye bye. Okay, let's see who we've got next. We've got somebody from Grand Prairie, Texas. Hi, this is Julie. Hi. Who's this?
9: Hi. Hi, my name is Maggie. I'm from uh, Austin actually area. Hi, Maggie. Um, Yeah, I have a question about, I'm newly pregnant, and um, I've dealt with chronic health issues in the past, like Lyme disease and Epstein-Barr virus, and I just kind of wanted to see how my body's doing, how the baby's doing, and I do a lot of healthy things, so um, yeah.
0: Great. How far along are you?
9: I am nine weeks on Sunday, and I've already oh, heard the wonder. heartbeat, so it's real. Oh, how fun.
0: Can you yeah. feel the little butterfly flutters inside that has this? Yeah, this yeah, yet? well,
9: and I feel nauseous. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, that kind of goes yeah. with the territory, doesn't it, unfortunately? Mm-hmm.
9: Oh, my goodness.
0: Well, okay, yeah, let me get you on my radar, and let's see what's going on here. Here comes my laser beam. Heading up to you, over to you in Austin, and uh, got you. Okay, shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, I can see the baby. I can Mm -hmm. see the fetus just kind of swimming around in there, having a big time. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, baby looks great. Baby looks great. Yeah, yeah. Amniotic sac looks great. Fluid looks great. I'm sure your doctor's telling you the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think you look good. How Other, other than, <laughs> than feeling nauseous, which hopefully will go away soon. How are you feeling yeah. otherwise?
9: You know, I have still symptoms of Lyme disease that I've had in the past, but it's really hard to know if it's really uh, Epstein-Barr or just a virus or whatever. I still have these symptoms of brain fog and um, anxiety and, like, kind of, like, nerve pain in my mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. Um, that bother me still, so I was just kind of wanting to, you know, feel that out a little bit and see if that's still affecting me and, mm-hmm. or, you know, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> so, so you were on a whole bunch of antibiotics probably being treated for Lyme, yes. correct? Yes, yeah. I
9: was really, really sick about seven years ago.
0: Okay. And and have you had your gut biome tested since? How's your gut?
9: Um, n- no, but I've been listening, and I'm totally going to take that test. Mm-hmm. Um, I do take probiotics, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I take two different strands, uh, but I do need to get that test just to get that figured out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Maggie, I'm going to hold you over for the break. Okay. We're, okay. we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I will tell you what I find out. I'm going to scan you while we're at break, and I'll give you a report. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Maggie who is pregnant in Austin, Texas? And uh, you were saying that you were diagnosed with Lyme. Um, I checked on you over the break, Maggie, just for time's sake. And where have you been exposed to mold? Um, I
9: have no idea. Probably Seattle, Washington. Maybe I okay. was there at the time.
0: Yeah, when
9: Lyme. I got sick.
0: So often is misdiagnosed mold exposure. So do you have a pen Mm -hmm. handy? I'm going to give you a couple of things I want you to look up. Okay. There's a doctor in Dallas named Margaret Christensen. And let me spell her last name for you. C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S-E-N-M-D, Margaret Christensen. By the way, she's a board certified OBGYN and she's a mold specialist. Yeah. Yeah. She is one of the top mold specialists in the country, let alone, I don't know the world, but definitely in the U.S. And just so happens that she's a board-certified OBGYN who got into mold when she and her family were all sick and she couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. So she helps people with that. Another site that I want you to go to that she's involved with is called toxicmoldproject.com toxicmoldproject.com I believe this is leftover mold issues and when when people are diagnosed with Lyme and it's really mold and they get treated with a lot of antibiotics it just decimates your gut biome obviously uh, but but those symptoms that you're having the brain fog the nerve pain and the anxiety those are all mold related symptoms too
9: Okay
0: and so during the break what I did was I I You don't have that much mold in your body, but where it hangs out and where I saw it during the break was, have you ever seen a model of the brain? It has these little crevices in it. Mold spores, I can tell if somebody has been exposed to mold even decades later because the mold spores hang out in those little nooks and crannies in the brain. So brain matter, you know, my analogies are crazy, but brain matter reminds me of really thick cooked oatmeal. So what I did was I took your brain out of your head and I rolled it out like I was rolling out sugar cookie dough. You know to make I mean? Cut out uh-huh. cookies. And I irrigated the mold spores out of your brain and then I put your brain back in your head. See, one of the benefits of energy medicine is you can't do that in the operating room, but I can do it with energy <laughs> medicine. And, um, and so that's how I check to see if you've had mold exposure. I believe that's what's going on. I believe Dr. Christensen can help you and get really well, and I love that she's a GYN, and she's, what, Dallas is, what, two uh, hours from you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank
9: you so much.
0: You're welcome. No coincidences in life, right? I know. (laughs) Yeah.
9: Well, good luck with everything. Yeah, I have an appointment with you in February, so I'll
0: see you then. Fabulous. And, you know, remember, click on that reschedule button on your Your um, confirmation email and check because people, especially around the holidays, they're starting to really reschedule a lot. And uh, like I mentioned, there have been people who have moved up from February to next week just when people have rescheduled. So when you think of it, just click on that button, and um, there's a lot of moving around going on on my calendar. (laughs) So, all right. you bet, Maggie. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Miss Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Your show so is so you, fun. Girl? Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks. It's fun for me, too. What a, what a blast to get to meet people from all over the world. And, my gosh, how, how fortunate am I?
2: Yes. Everybody loves you, girl.
0: Oh, you sweet thing. You got a quick question for me? We only got a couple minutes left. Yeah, my heart
8: is gets weird sometimes. It's concerning me. Like, I feel it beating really fast where I have to sit down. Like, am I having a stroke? Um, you know, it's weird. And I've had this happen on and off probably for the last two years.
0: Mm-hmm. And okay. I don't know what, what's, what's Amy, going on. Amy, tell everybody where you're calling in from, please. Oh, San Diego. San Diego, and, and remind me how young you are. I am 58 young. 68 young? 6'8? 5'8. 5'8. All right. Are you on hormones? No. You need to be. I'm shooting energetic estrogen into you. That's what's going on. Bioidentical hormones. Go to drnorthrup.com. D R N O R T H R U P com Christian Northrup, she is the fairy godmother to women's health for women's health and uh, go to her website educate yourself on bioidentical hormones and then find a compounding pharmacy in your area call them up and ask them who's prescribing bioidentical hormones through them they'll give you a list of the physicians and then look them up and go go visit yeah. one that's what's going on
2: so I, I need believe estrogen yes. Wow, yes.
0: okay. I just I just shot estrogen into you. And those those heart palpitations, when our hormones get wacky as we age and Mother Nature says, Ha ha, she is not propagating the species anymore, so we don't really need her. And that's when degenerative things start to happen. We can fool Mother Nature and make her think we're thirty when we're almost sixty. And the bioidenticals are the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. You want to stay away from the synthetic ones. And Dr. Northrup's site will teach you about all of that. And um, it's just a game changer. Our hormones work as a symphony together, Amy. And when one's out of whack, it messes up the symphony. It's like you're making chicken noodle soup and you forget to put in the chicken. It's not going to work right. It's not going to taste right. So yeah, well, um,
2: thank you. That makes me feel better, though, because honestly, my body freaks me out. I feel like I'm leaving my body sometimes. I'm half in it and I'm not. It freaks me out, freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, but
0: that's that's going to help with all of that when you get on the hormones, too, because it's going to help your brain work better. keeps your brain healthy, your bones healthy, and your heart healthy. And in sure. that... In that uh, hormonal soup that I talked about just a minute ago, you know, your thyroid gets out of whack, your cortisol gets out of whack because the sex hormones, the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, those are the building blocks. It's kind of like when you're making soup, you know, you get the stock first, you get the broth first, and then you go from Mm -hmm. there. So I hope that helps. Thanks so much for calling. Everybody, that's it for us this week. Appreciate you listening. Please remember to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everybody.